and welcome to In The Rising Podcast. My name is Bettina Brown, and I love this show because we talk about living a life that's in alignment with your hopes, your dreams, and your goals. And I created this podcast because I had worked with hundreds and hundreds of people who were going through cancer and talked about how they would live a life once they have gone through and overcame their cancer. And for some people, that opportunity never came. And so I decided to create this podcast so we can make those changes right now today because today is a great day to make those changes and live your best life. I also created fitafterbreastcancer.com because there's just a gap in information for those going through that type of specific cancer. So I urge you to check that out as well. Today, my guest is Donna Tachin. My guest today is Donna Tashjian who really loves to talk about how you were designed for greatness, for purpose, and that you have a lot of self-worth. So I invite you for today's show. Good morning, Donna. Thank you for being on In the Rising podcast. I am really excited to speak with you today. I have been looking forward to this too, Bettina. How are you today? I am I am doing really well. You know, technical stuff is aside. I'm just going with the flow. <laughs> I am going with the flow. And thank you for your patience. So Donna, you are quite a profound person. Um, You really, you know, in your bio, as I read, you really have overcome a lot of things. And you said you struggled with your belief systems around money. You also were a teenage mom. It sounds like when you talk about here, you had hopelessness, shame, fear. And I always talk about leaving behind the shame blame game that just pulls you Mm -hmm. back. How did you migrate or navigate your experiences early on to be the Donna today? (laughs) We asked such a profound question. And then I'm like, how many days do you have? (laughs) I know it. And I'm like, loaded question. Five minutes. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, It was a journey. Uh, the, The main component that propelled me, I think, quicker to where I am, um, where I began to be, uh, getting rid of shame is my faith. That was a big component for me and learning. Now I have created this wonderful step system of this is how you can do this. But when I was walking through it, I had no idea. (laughs) Just, I mean, remember I was 15. Um, And so figuring out how to become an adult overnight and all of the components there and all of the emotional, uh, I often say that when we're a teenager, whatever we feel as an adult, it's multiplied like times a thousand. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know exactly why that is, but the emotional component that was going on there was really... um, I only word I say is hard and it doesn't cut it. You know, it's like, that's not big enough, Mm -hmm. but learning to be able to believe who I really was for me, who God says I am, as opposed to what the appearances looked like or what other people might have said, or the judgment that I felt or what was going on um, and learning how to forgive. That was another big, big um, part of that whole process. 
you shared learning how to forgive, the first thought that came to mind was learning to forgive yourself, not just others. What are your thoughts on that? Yes, that's always, and sometimes that's harder because we might move away from that other person or situation that we need to forgive, but we wake up with ourselves every day. (laughs) Yes, there's no getting away. (laughs) There's no getting away from it. And so sometimes it's a little bit more in your face um, uh, through it all. So yes, learning, but it isn't so much that we need to necessarily learn. It's just really understanding what forgiveness is Mm-hmm. and and then walking that through. Yes. And you said faith was your foundation. And, you know, for many of us, we have grown up with some sort of belief system. Was that very strong? Were there strong examples that you could see and feel? Or was this something that you knew just it was drawn to you and you were drawn to it? Um. There was some of both. There was an example of um in of of what how to connect with God and but also at the same point of it all in the uh environment I was in there was still a lot of judgment in the decade I was in that was also not okay at all. Yeah. Yeah. And with that faith and belief in God. Some people believe that we are supposed to struggle. We are supposed to have that pain and we're supposed to have this kind of rough life now because of a beautiful life later. What are your thoughts on (laughs) on your belief system and faith? Well, that's not mine. Um, no, I don't believe we're supposed to have, have a hard time or struggle. Um, there's enough of that in the world without having to believe for it. Um, so no, my faith, um, in God is a, he's the answer out of this things that are going on in the world, not the cause. Um, and so that was a big, big component in, in the way that, the way that I like to say it is my faith is a relationship, not a religion. Mm-hmm. And to me, what I mean by that is religion is a bunch of rules that we never seem to live up to. It's we're never quite good enough. And a loving relationship means even when I have bad days or mess up, I'm still loved. Mm-hmm. And that made a huge difference. And through that process um, of growing up quickly and over the years, I began to really know that. Um, when I was first married, I um, didn't even believe. I mean, I didn't believe. I believe that my husband said he loved me, but I didn't know if he would continue. Does that make sense? It does. And so. Uh, we, we now, we just celebrated our 38th anniversary mm-hmm. and it became, um, as we grew through this and I learned to receive, really receive love. He was a huge example of what that looked like. And we would, he would say, you look pretty today. And I would say, what? And it was kind of our joke because I, he knew I needed to hear it a lot. Mm-hmm. 
um, I love you. What? I love you. What? And And so that he would continue to tell me until I could figure out how to believe it. So there's a lot of things that are true about ourselves, that we are loved, that we are precious, that we have a purpose, that we are talented and beautiful and gifts, but we have sometimes a hard time believing it. Acknowledge and receive that mm-hmm. and go with mm-hmm. it from there right. Right. versus having to start over where we think um, we may have to. Right. So it also sounds, well, congratulations, by the way, you know, that's, that's a, a great deal to, to be with someone and share a life for that length of time and work through a lot of things that there are to work through. Um, when you're going through these emotions, did you feel that you had um, other people to talk to, such as a mentor or a counselor or something through your church to overcome from the what to yes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not prior to getting married. Um, I did not. It was just me. So um, other than what I read, I was a very big reader. But um, later on, after my husband and I got married and then we were we got in um, involved in a church at that time that provided that kind of support. So it wasn't initially um, initially it was pretty much just me and God. There wasn't anybody else. There wasn't anybody to talk to. And um, it was very lonely time as far as the social aspect goes. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I mean, from where you are today as a speaker and host and founder of Vibrant Living International, just the title, Vibrant Living, from a place of where you felt undeserving or not sure that you could be loved and that you were pretty. Um, You're an author as well and a podcast host, where would this desire to create Vibrant Living International? I've always had a passion, as long as I can remember, to empower women. Um, I believe, not that I don't think men are, but I think women are just amazing. Mm-hmm. And we're just not aware, most of us, of how amazing we are. <clears throat> so helping women to empower women, spirit, soul, and body. One of my programs is called Turn Your Baggage Into Luggage. So you can have the life you've always dreamed. And so these this, this whole desire came from deep within me to help us to be all that we can be and having a system that's affecting thousands of women around the world to live vibrantly. It's changing. Um, Women have much more influence than we realize. You change a woman and you change her whole family. Mm -hmm. You change the community around her. It's just, it's phenomenal. And it, 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 I don't even have the words to describe how amazing and vibrant I think that all is yeah and I like the way you phrase that the your program you know your baggage into luggage because the reality is we all carry something yes we and do. and that's just the way um I that's what I believe you you your experiences you carry whether they are positive or what we call negative um or something that transitions you it is still something that you carry with you including your gifts 
And I really like how you talk about this as luggage because just saying baggage, it has a different feel, like my shoulders slump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when I say luggage, I feel like I'm going on a trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I really like like that wordage. What what would be one thing that you feel in in your work with women and uh, speaking and and podcasting that women really feel is is the most luggage you see? Is there one thing that tends to be the um, the baggage? Sorry for most for most women. The number one thing women always ask for is I want to build. I want to have confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and. That equates to some sentences like, um, I want to love myself more. Um, but they that that I think every single woman I talk to wants to be more confident. And one of the unique things about confidence is it is a capability that we build over time. It is not something we want we magically feel. Mm-hmm. And so often we think, if I just read this book or if I just would make this changes, if I could just flip a light switch, I would be confident. And confident is something that you build as you continue to grow, as you make mistakes, as you learn from those. Um, I often, I one of my paradigms that I share is there's no such thing as failure. There's only feedback. So it's just learning to grow and it's being courageous through it all. Yes. And, and I feel that you can be mentored through and by many people. Some are um, within your social circle. Absolutely. And some are not, and some are alive and some are not like through books, right? You can yes. um, receive that. Mm-hmm. And it was, I, I did hear this from, from like the context is that, you know, you do, we may call it failure, but to recognize the courage it took to do this activity belief or put yourself out there in the first place. And then at some point you gain this confidence to keep doing it. And eventually things work. <laughs> they just, it has to. Um, yeah, and I, I really- agree. The biggest, one of the biggest things that affected me is when the trans, the real transformation happened is when I um, went from just a mentor to having a coach. Mm-hmm. Um and so learning that, but everybody along the way was an influence. Yeah. And so I totally agree with that. We, we all need that support. We weren't, we weren't meant to do this alone. No, no, we were not. And I'm glad that you talked about mentor and coach, because if there's one theme from in the rising podcast that has just come across um, is the importance of having another individual. And there is a difference between mentor and coach, but share how how what your belief is on the importance of having that individual provide feedback. Oh, well, every idea I have in my own mind is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it isn't always amazing. Um, <laughs> and so... And one of the other amazing things about my coaches is as I talk them through, sometimes I understand it's not amazing. Um, And so being able to, and then the asking questions helps to to dive deeper into subjects or how I'm feeling 
which is a big component is what am I believing and all of those kind of deeper questions that coaches get into, but learning to know that um, when we can have someone that is a bit disassociated from our mess, if you will, um, they can see things we don't see. Mm -hmm. And even the best, anyone, if you look at any successful person, I don't care what, what, you know, from sports to singing to actors, everyone, business people, everyone has a coach that's highly successful. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't we, why wouldn't we take advantage of the knowledge and the, the, the faster growth that we can occur? when we have someone like that in our lives. Yes. And I think what you said is important faster because we still have a finite time, right? Our our, our lifespan, maybe 60, maybe 70, maybe 100, but it's still finite. And if you really want to do all the things um, that you know you were designed for, just having a better system and strategy <laughs> with feedback from that person um, to help weed out your good ideas to the great ones and how to make them happen. I don't want to learn the hard way. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to learn the hard way. I want to learn from other people's mistakes so I can succeed and do all that's in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. And you also have a podcast. You were designed for greatness. Share a little bit where people can listen to that as well. It is on all the social media platforms. Again, it's you were designed for greatness. I'm probably in January going through a little bit of a name change, but it'll still be there. Um, and it is a podcast of victorious stories, women and myself sharing tools, strategies, and stories of overcoming. Um, I have the same type of time frame. I keep my podcast to about 15 minutes for the same reason. <laughs> women are women are busy. And I'll get into an hour podcast and never be able to finish it. Yeah. Um, and so I do the same thing. So it's it's quick moments of inspiration of women telling their struggles and their triumphs. Wonderful. And people would like to know more about Donna. They're like, she's on to something. I feel like what she says resonates with me. How can you be found? The easiest way to find all about me is my website. And that is the letter I vibrantliving.com. I'm also on all social media platforms, except for a couple, but most of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. (laughs) (laughs) We have to to figure out our time. Yes. Um, What do you, I know you said you're going through a name change, but one of my favorite questions to ask people that have given me their time is what do you still see yourself rising up to? What is on the horizon for Donna? Um, I want to go back to speaking and expand those stages. That's one of the things that I know that's on the horizon. Um, the world changed in the last couple of years. So figuring out how that looks and what that looks like um, and just growing my team so that we can reach more women. Wonderful. And what a, what a noble and honorable thing. And I, I bet it gives you a lot of peace and a lot of, um, a lot of drive to just keep going because you're reaching so many. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Oh, Donna, thank you so much for your time. Thank you also for your patience. Well, I had whatever technical issues on this Monday morning um, that I was having earlier. So I'm very grateful for your time. And it really is an honor to see someone pushing to help women as much as you do. That is like a, a, a huge nudge for me as well. So thank you again. My pleasure. You know, listening to Donna talk, I thought about something that she said And one thing was that if you can change the life of one woman, if you can change the life of one person, you change their family and you change their community. And I wanted to expand that to if you take the time to invest and really put yourself first, really emphasize on what makes you feel great, you by default create an environment around you that continues to rise up. And so that's important too. It doesn't mean we have to do these great major things, although that is cool, but just changing yourself changes your environment and it puts a safe space for others. So I want to thank you so much for listening today because you know what? Time is something we don't get back. I also ask that if you like this podcast, that you share it, putting it in the hands and ears of someone that it can make a difference for. I'd also like you to leave your heartfelt review and tell me how you think at Bettina at InTheRising.com. And until next time, let's keep building one another up.